What's going on, Zoverture? What's going on, Torrance? Gold Professor, what's good with you? Top Boy, what's good? Hey man, appreciate it, man. D Rock Den, appreciate you. He says salute, AMG. Nameless protagonist, what's going on, bro? Malika, what's good? Mr. Ibmore, what's going on? Fronte Unito in the building. Theo Moore said, what's good, AM? Appreciate you, broski. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. They already got, I call it, Democratic poll parking lot dirty macking. That's what I call it. Black Uru, what's going on? He said the work you did last night is legendary, AM. Hey, appreciate you, bro. But yeah, man, they, they out here. They out here election poll dirty macking. Yeah. Yeah. I caught him. I caught him. I caught him in the in the in the full act of the effery. I caught him. I caught him out here playing these little goofy games, man. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. Amongst other things. You feel me? We definitely gonna talk about it. Counselor Murray, appreciate the contribution brother gold professor says salute to you brother val bundy the barbarian appreciate you but yeah this is a whole lot of goofiness and it's and it's gonna get goofier if if this is what's going on in early voting i can only imagine and and anybody that didn't vote early i feel sorry for you I feel sorry for you. If you wait until the last day to go vote, now, I would not want to be you, my friend. I would not want to be you. Trust and believe. Because there's going to be a whole lot of goofiness going on. There's going to be a whole heap of goofiness. But I'm going to show you the goofiness they were doing out there. And like I said, I call it election poll parking lot dirty macking. Election poll parking lot Democrat dirty macking. I'm going to say it one more time. Election poll parking lot Democrat dirty macking. What's going on, L? It's dirty macking. It's poaching is what it is. It's poaching. And I know a little something about that because when I used to be at this, when I used to work at the barbershop, there was a guy in in the barbershop that used to do the same thing. And it was really, it was really grimy, man. Dollar Wash, appreciate you. It was really grimy, man. 
It was really grind. But I'm gonna show you the I'm gonna show you the little corrupt tricks that the that the uh, uh, Democrats are playing right now. And I ran into a, a, a old Negro spiritual. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Wolf of J, appreciate you. you. Said it's spitting time, no doubt. We can wait till we get about a hundred people in here. A lot of people are thrown off by the title because they don't even know what that is. They 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 ain't paying attention. They don't even know what that is. They don't even know what the Truth and Reconciliation Commission is. Don't have a clue. Wait till I break it down. Wait till I break it down. They still coming after y'all's constitutional rights and you don't even realize it. You don't even realize it. But yo, I just had a goofy situation happen. I just had a really goofy situation happen. And well, before I go into that, I hope you guys are having a great day. Hope you guys are having a productive day. Salute to everybody. Salute to all the mercenaries, whether they be masculine or madam. Shout out to all my Mapoho Lion brethren. All the submissive cooperative lionesses. Y'all already know what it is. Y'all already know how it's going down. Welcome to another edition of the Street Conservative. And I keep forgetting to change the name of the channel, but I'm going to change the name of the channel. But welcome to another edition of the Street Conservative. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Who hid, who hid Theo Moore? Hey, unhide Theo, what's going on? Unhide Theo, what's going on? Shout out to my man Ray for coming through on the cash app. He says, salute, homie. What happened? Why Theo get hidden? What's going on? What's, what's, what's going on? So I had a goofy situation happen. So And this is this is yet another example of what I talk about. Yeah, y'all got to be careful when y'all be butt hiding people. I've I've butt hid people before too. That's when your phone is in your pocket and you sit down on it. It's just like butt dialing. Y'all got to be careful. But this goes back to what I talked about when I talk about how, how, how we do not take pride in nothing that we do. We don't take pride in nothing that we do. We, 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 we're, we're slackers. Uh, Zovachur appreciates. He said, bruh, I just saw a Trump campaign ad that reads, now we know why Biden gets angry and showed the emails Man, Trump ain't ish. Troll game on lock. Yeah, I seen that same ad. Hilarious. Hilarious ad. Hilarious ad. But we we are we're happy doing the bare minimum. We're happy doing the bare minimum, right? So yesterday my lovely lady wifey 
wife, whatever, whatever title you want to use, decided to buy me a couple Invictus watches, right? Because I already had the one Invictus watch and I really liked it because it has like the big face or whatever. So my lady decided to buy me a, a couple more, right? And one of them has, one of them is this one that has like the regular, the regular, you know, band on it. You know what I'm saying? And this one is really cool. You feel what I'm saying? This one is this one is nice. I don't know if y'all can see it. That that one's really nice. You feel me? But she got this other one that has like the 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 more traditional band on it. You know, the one that has the, you know, the metal band with the clasp on it this one right that joint so whenever i get these the band is always too long so what you have to do is you have to take it to like a watch shop or somebody that does like watch repairs and stuff right and then you have the links you have the links taken out of it right so there's this one place I always go to to get the links taken out. And I get there and there's a freaking uh there's a freaking young black guy there. And I go to take the watch out. And he looks at the watch. And as soon as I open it up, like as soon as I hand it to him, and open it up You know what I'm saying You would have thought I was opening You would have thought I was opening the cave of wonders Or, some, or something Like cause he was like Oh man And already I'm feeling some type of way Because usually the guy doesn't react that way Right So Cause I've had an Invictus watch fixed there But it was a white guy there Wasn't a black guy right so this young black kid, he's like, oh, man. And I was like, yeah, I need some links taken out on each side or whatever. And he's like, uh, well, I can't really do that. And I was like, bruh, I've had this done here before, right? So he's like, yeah, but the thing is, my manager knows how to do it. I don't really know how to do it. So... I'm, I'm thinking to myself, if you don't know how to do it, why are you working here? Like, that's one of the main things that you're supposed to know how to do is to adjust watches, right? Is to adjust watches. So, Mrs., these are, these are Versace shades. These are Versace it got like the little, the little, got like the Medusa head on them. I got these, I got these when I got 
I got my girl a pair of Versace shades. And the place that I got them from, they actually was having a sale. So they was like, if you get one pair, you get a discount on the second pair. So I was like, oh, I might as well treat myself. You feel me? Since I was getting her, like I seen a, I seen a really nice pair of shades. What's going on, Kendra? I seen a really nice pair of shades that I figured that she would like. And when they told me that I could basically get a second pair at a discount, I was like, well, let me not cheat myself. Let me treat myself. And so I copped these. I really like them because they got the little gold around, you know, the gold is on the inside. So the frame, so it looks like when you look at it, you see the gold around the frame, which is really cool. But so this little dude, right? He says to me, well, you know, I, I can't really do it. You're going to have to wait until the manager comes here. And I was just disgusted because I'm like, how do you work for a place? How do you work for a shop like a, a, a watch repair shop? And you don't know how to do the basic. Like the only reason I can't do it myself is because I don't have the little tools to do it. If I had the little tools to do it, I could do it myself. I could take the links out of the watch myself because it's not that difficult. But he looks at me and he says, well, you know, these watches, we, we call these, you know, kind of high end watches. And I'm like, it's not that high end. It's not like this is this watch is over a thousand dollars. That's that's not really high end, bro. But I'm just looking like, yo, man, we, we got to do better. You hear me? Black folk, we got to do better. We got to do better because everywhere I go, when I go to stores and shops and, and things of this nature, it, it's always the, the, the black person that is the least informed. It's always the black person that doesn't know how to do something, you know, uh, you know, that, that has to go to, well, I got to go get my manager. And then they bring out the manager and the manager, you know, is, is, is somebody that's not black. And it's like, bruh, if you work somewhere, you, you should know how to do what they do there. You know, dog power, appreciate you. Like you should know how to do what they do there. Like you can't keep doing that, man. It, it, I, what I don't like what really bothers me, what really bothers me is I don't like when we live up to a cliche, a, a negative cliche, right? Like don't live up to a cliche. Don't, don't, don't be one of those individuals. Don't be one of those individuals, man. You feel me? If, if you're going to work somewhere, you know, put time, energy, and effort into what you do, because if you won't put time, energy, and effort into what you're doing there, you won't put it nowhere else. But now, you know, and I had a bunch of stuff to do today. I, I had so much stuff to do today. 
I, I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off because I was like, okay, I'm going to go early vote. And that became a whole thing, which we're going to get into in a minute. I, I had to, I wanted to go early vote and I left the house and I left the watch in the house and I'm like, I need to go back and get the watch. So after I did my early voting and dealt with the foolishness of that, I, I left the freaking, you know, I left there and I went back home. I grabbed the watch, uh, went by the freaking UPS store to do something. Then, then I had to freaking go and I had to go to the mall and, and make a payment on something. And I'm trying to catch this guy to freaking fix the watch, you know, to make the adjustments to the watch. When I get there, he's not even there. That was the other thing. Every time I go in there, the guy is there. But this guy, he wasn't even there. And I'm asking people like, you know where the dude went? Oh, I think he went to lunch. I don't even think he went to lunch. I think he just left. So then he finally comes back. He finally comes back. And, you know, to, to try to kill some time, I went to the jewelry store that I have an account with. Right. Because I wanted to look, see what type of jewelry they had. Right. So I'm like, I want some diamond earrings. You feel me? Because it's been a minute since I had some diamond earrings. Right. Um, because y'all might not know this, but both my ears are pierced. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm going to go see if they got any really nice looking diamond earrings. Right. And I go look. <laughs> and the funny thing is I'm looking at the diamond earrings and this chick going to tell me she got some diamond earrings that are three fourth, three fourths of a carat. And it's supposed to be on clearance. And they still want it like two bands. I'm like, two bands? For three-fourths of a carat? That don't sound right. Am I wrong? Does that sound a little off to y'all? Three-fourths of a carat, two bands? That sounds off. That sounds off. Three-fourths of a carrot? You want two bands? I was like, no, that's never going to happen. <laughs> I was like, no. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, madam, but no. You have me sadly mistaken. Exactly, Ray. He said, I have, I have carrot earrings and they cost two. Exactly. Now, if she'd have said a carrot, I'd have been like, yeah, you know. So, no. No, 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 no. They, they was trying to get me. They was trying to get me. You said, Mrs. said, was it Zay? I, I can't remember which one it was. It was one of those. It was one of those. I got a card. I got a freaking card with both of them, I think. I got a card with Zales and K. I always get them mixed up. I can't remember which one it is, though. I can't remember which one it is. 
Yeah, she thought I was crazy. She thought I was crazy. So no, we we not we not no, no we not doing that. We not doing that. But yo, let's get into this conservative discussion. Like I said before, shout out to everybody. I hope y'all are having a great day. Hope y'all are having an awesome day. You feel me? Make sure you support the channel. You can do so by going to Cash App, dollar sign, the angry man. Make the Cash App ring during the stream. The live viewers don't mean a thing if you don't make the Cash App ring during the stream. So definitely support the show. I want to give a shout out to my man, Counselor Murray, for setting it off right. Ray Clemens for setting it off. He said, salute, homie. Shout out to Ryan. He said, what's up, fam? Can I drop your email in the chat? Yeah, no problem. Um, We need 10 people to hit the cash app. I need 10 people to hit the cash app now with almost 300 people in here. That should be no problem. And by the way, salute to everybody who hit the super chat. Appreciate every last one of you. Uh, for uh, hitting the super chat Yeah they was trying to get me Ray They was trying to get me They was trying to get me But they forget That I was just I just bought some earrings from them A couple of months ago For my girlfriend Excuse me My fiance I just bought A couple of earrings Like a, a pair of earrings from them and i know those earrings were more than three-fourths of a carat and they weren't no two thousand dollars so i'm trying to figure out what i'm trying to figure out was the sales chick just not knowing what she was saying or i don't know what they had going on but i'm like hey, look bruh no no but that would serve me right I go to buy something for my girl and it's less expensive. Then I go to buy something for myself. <laughs> they, want, they want my firstborn. They want me to sign my name in blood. Like, no, we're not doing that, man. We're not doing that goofiness, man. But yeah, man, make sure y'all support the channel. We need 10 people to hit the cash app, support the show. So we can get into this, man. We, we got to get into this. We got to get into this goofiness. Let's see if we can get, let's see if we can get 10 folks. Let's see. We already got, we already got four. So we need six more, man. You guys hit the cash app, support the show. Still got to go out to that freaking cigar shop, too. Forgot about that. I wonder if I can catch them before they close. I need some more fluid, and they have the best fluid. Let's see. Shout out to Gold Professor. Shout out to New. 
Shout out to Ryan. He said, "My bad. I meant, can I drop your? E can, I meant, can you drop your email in the chat? Somebody put my email in the chat for Ryan, please. If anybody has it, I appreciate you, Canaan. You know, you already know what it is, Canaan. I appreciate you, bro." See, that's almost 10, so let's get it. Let's get it. Because y'all got to hear about this goofiness. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Y'all got to hear about this goofiness. So, yesterday I said, I said to myself, I said, I'm going to get up. And I'm going to go and I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote early because I don't want to deal with the foolishness. I don't want to deal with the goofiness. And I know that if I wait until the last minute, right? If I wait until the last minute, it's going to be some foolishness going on at them polling places, right? Now, I did deal with some foolishness, but it wasn't, it, it wasn't, I wouldn't say that it was voter interference as much as I would call it voter manipulation, okay? Not going to say voter interference. It wasn't voter interference. I didn't have anybody saying to me, you better vote for this one or I didn't have nobody trying to block me or none of that goofiness, right? But I did see some voter manipulation. And I got proof. I got proof. I got proof for you. I got proof for you. I posted a picture on the community tab, right? Charles said, just came from the cigar shop. Woo! <laughs> hey, I'm smoking one of the joints you like. I'm smoking a Rocky Patel right now. Appreciate you, Charles. But I go and it's early voting. Despite the fact that it's early voting, the freaking place is packed. There's a line going around the, the freaking spot like it's Black Friday, right? So I'm like, oh, my God, I got to stand in this line, right? So I'm like, okay, screw it. It is what it is. I'm standing in this line so I can go ahead and exercise my rights, exercise my voting rights. You feel what I'm saying? So I go, I get, I pull up, and I'm looking for a parking space. And I get out, and as I get out, an old Negro, I'm talking Grady type Negro, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking so old that he's kind of 
shuffling as he walks. He's out there with a bunch of flyers. Now, I don't know what the flyers are. I don't know what they are, right? But it's a sample ballot flyer, right? And it says, Raleigh Wake Citizens Association Impact. 2020 election candidate endorsements. Some of these races may not appear on your ballot. Early voting dates. It also has vote voting reminders. You do not need an ID to, to vote in the 2020 election. Which was something I found to be very interesting. Because as I'm getting ready to leave, I'm making sure I got my ID on me so that I can vote. So it says voter remi voting reminders. You do not need an ID to vote in the 2020 election. Number two, you can register and vote the same day only during early voting. Three, use the sample ballot on the right to find out which candidates are endorsed by the Raleigh Wake Citizens Association impact. Four, take your time and fill out your entire ballot. Five, encourage at least 10 people to vote. Paid for by the Wake Citizens Association impact, not authorized by any candidate, not paid for with taxpayer dollars. And this is what it looked like. Now, when this old dude handed me this and I was on the phone with my girl because she was on lunch break and she had called me and, and, and I'm telling her like nobody better not come up to me trying to get me to vote for certain people or whatever and she was like they're not going to do that because that's illegal I said well I, I tell you one thing there's somebody out here with some flyers right So I said, they better not come up to me talking crazy. And sure enough, he came up to me and handed me this. I took one look at it. And I said, is this supposed to show me who's running? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, I don't see Trump's name nowhere on this thing. He said, amen. I said, no, it's not a man. He looked at me crazy. I said, no, it's not a man. I said, this right here, in my personal opinion, is voting manipulation. Now, why am I saying this is voting manipulation? 
Because it's showing you who's running as Democrats, but this is not a Democratic uh, uh, sheet to show you who's the Democrats. It's basically a sheet showing you who to vote for. It even has the little dots like it's filled out. Now, most of you might say, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute, angry man. They're just showing you who you can vote for. No, because look. This is the Democratic sheet that shows you the Democrats you can vote for. But they did the same thing. They put the little dots up there. Right? They are literally at the voting poll, you got the Democrat. Look, everybody has a booth. The Democrats have a booth and the Republicans have a booth. The Democrats are passing this out. And you even got another organization pretending like they're not Democrats. Because at the bottom of this, it says paid for by Raleigh Wake Citizens Association impact not authorized by any candidate. So if this is not authorized by any candidate, why does it only have Democrats up there or basically the people that they want? This is telling you who this organization wants you to vote for. But they try to pretend like it's a sample ballot. This is how they're getting away with this, right? Because when you get up there, the Democrats hand you this. So you got a guy in the parking lot handing out this. And you got the Democrats handing out this. Now watch this. This is what the Republicans are handing out. See the difference? See the difference? What's the difference? This is not voter manipulation. This is just showing you who your local candidates are. Wake, GOP, meet our local candidates. This just shows you everybody that's running on the ticket. Just shows you who is who. This is basically telling you who to vote for. See the difference? See the difference? But you, but you, you Negroes who follow the Democrats want to sit here and tell me that they are not corrupt. You want to sit here and tell me they are not corrupt. Yeah, they passing out Democratic cheat sheets. Well, 
when I when I showed my girl, I I was out there and I took pictures and sent it to her, and she said, "Yo, you should have been live while you was out there." And she said, "I'm glad that you're smart enough to catch that because there's some people that ain't gonna catch that." There's some people that ain't going to catch this. There's some people, there's a guy in the parking lot, and just like I told you, when I was, uh, uh, when I was at the barbershop, one of the barbers, he would run outside and try to grab the customers before they come in. That's what this is. That's what this is right here. So you got one person in the parking lot handing out these that have only Joe Biden's name up there. And then you have the Democrats handing out these that only, well, this one has Joe Biden and Kamala up there, right? But you have the Republicans handing out these. Said gerrymandering. Yep. Yep. Corruption. Now, if they're doing that for the early voting, right? Which I'm still amazed that you didn't have to show any ID. I didn't have to show any ID. When I went in there, all I told them was my name that I registered under and my address that I registered under. And they gave me everything I needed and, and I went and, and did whatever. Now, how's that? Now, if you're doing that, if you're doing that, how would that stop somebody? A person could go in there with their name and their freaking address and vote and then they could know their neighbor's name and address and go in there and say that and vote again like and, and you got to think about it like this when you go to a, a voting place right and you see somebody in the parking lot doing that who do you contact Who do you contact? Who do you call? Who do you call? Yes, right for voter fraud. Yes, it is. K Soul in Black, it is ripe. Ripe for the picking. I'm, I'm sitting there looking at this like, but see, you know what? That's the interesting thing, Nameless. Even if you know who to contact, it's not like you're going to be able to get that 
cleared up right then. Like, this is the most amazing thing to me. The most amazing thing to me is that in most jurisdictions, right? In most jurisdictions, when you go, you know what I'm going to do? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a picture of it and I'm going to act. The, the I'm going to at the representatives on Twitter. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a picture of it and I'm going to at the representatives on Twitter so they can see it. You feel me? I'm bugging. I keep forgetting about social media. But what's amazing to me, what is amazing to me, yeah, I'm going to Twitter Trump too. What is amazing to me is that if you go to the DMV, right? If you go to the DMV, they will have police at the DMV in most jurisdictions. How they don't got cops at voting polls? Doesn't that disturb you? Doesn't that seem a little off, a little strange? That's right. I'm about to, I'm going to take a picture of that and I'm going to tweet every Republican representative I can tweet. <laughs> I'm about to be a whole political snitch. <laughs> I'm about to be a whole snitch right now. <laughs> oh, my bad. In politics, you don't call it snitching. You call it whistleblowing. I'm about to be a whole whistleblower. You feel me? This is crazy, man. This is crazy. This is crazy. Where is my... My bad, y'all. My bad, I had to get my charger right. But this is the type of goofiness that the Democrats are doing. And the minions of the Democrats. Right? This is the type of goofiness they're doing. And, you know, when I went there, and I saw that, I was like, this seems a little unfair. If, if there's people there, if you got people coming there to vote and they're on the fence about who they're going to vote for and they're not, you know, they don't have the same convictions as I do, right? They don't have the same convictions as I do. They don't have the same beliefs I do. They don't have the same information that I do. 
And when they show up, you got this guy in the parking lot handing them that. Then you got the Democrats handing them that. And it's just one Republican there handing them that. That's a little off. But I'll tell you one thing I did see, though. There were a lot of people. There, there were a few people I saw that he walked up to with that. And they was like. And they went straight to the Republican guy to get the get the get the joint from him. And there was even one lady he had handed that flyer to. And she was like, can I get one of those from the Republican guy? Right. From the Republican volunteer. But what do y'all think in y'all's personal opinion? Does that seem to does that seem to you like voter manipulation? Matter of fact, let me look up let me look up sample ballots. look up sample ballots sample ballot at polling stations See sample ballot. I don't know. Some doesn't seem right about it to me, man. Some don't seem right about it to me. It could just be me. Hey, appreciate it, Ray. It could just be me, man. Something, 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 something don't seem right about it to me. But anyway, let's get to the main event. Let's get to the meat of what we're talking about today. Aside from the voting shenanigans, let's get to the main event. How many of you? know what the Truth and Reconciliation Commission is. Press 1 if you know what the Truth and Reconciliation Commission is. Well, let's go on a little journey. 
Let's go on a little journey in, in, in time. Let's go back in time. Let's go back in time to South Africa post-apartheid, right? Now, I'm pretty sure every last one of you guys in here know what apartheid is. I'm pretty sure you know what went on in South Africa. Press 1 if you know what apartheid is and what went on in South Africa. So in South Africa, they had apartheid, which was horrible. But we're not going to go into the particulars of what happened with apartheid and, and all of those different things. But what we are going to talk about is what happened after apartheid. After they came up with what was called the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. The point of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission was for, every, for everybody who played a role in what went wrong to come before this commission and admit to their wrongdoing. Okay? In fact, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up on Wikipedia. The Truth and Reconciliation Commission was a court-like restorative justice body assembled in South Africa after the end of apartheid. Witnesses who were identified as victims of gross human rights violations were invited to give statements about their experiences and some were selected for public hearings. Perpetrators of violence could also give testimony and request amnesty for both civil and criminal from both civil and criminal prosecution. The TRC, the first of the 1003 held internationally to stage public hearings was seen by many as a crucial component of the transition to full and free democracy in South Africa. Despite some flaws it is generally, although not universally, thought to have been successful. That's what, a, that's what the Truth and Reconciliation Commission is. Now, what does this have to do with America? I'm glad you asked. There is Hold on, let me let me see if I can find it.
This is a tweet that was put out three days ago by Robert Rich. How many of you know who Robert Rich is? Does anybody know who Robert Rich is? Anybody? Well, let me give you let me give you the skinny on him. Robert Bernard Rich is an American economic advisor, professor, author, and political commentator. He served in the administration of Presidents Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter, and Bill Clinton. He was Secretary of Labor from 1993 to 97. He was a member of President Barack Obama's Economic Transition Advisory Board. Rich has been the Chancellor's Professor of Public Policy at Goldman School of Public Policy at UC Berkeley since 2006. He was formerly a professor of Harvard University's John F. Kennedy School of Government and Professor of Social and Economic Policy at the Heller School for Social Policy and Management of Brandeis University. Brandeis University. He has also been a contributing editor of The New Republic, The American Prospect, Harvard Business Review, The Atlantic, The New York Times, and The Wall Street Journal. So, in short, he used to be the Secretary of Labor. Well, he recently put out a tweet that seems to be the sentiment of all of the Democrats right now. And this is what the tweet said. When this nightmare is over, we need a Truth and Reconciliation Commission. It would erase Trump's lies, confront those who have been harmed by the hatefulness, and name every official, politician, and media mogul whose greed and cowardice enabled this catastrophe. I'm going to read that again. Robert Rich, who used to be the Secretary of Labor, and a fierce proponent of Donald Trump, said, when this nightmare is over, which means they've already, they're already counting their chickens before they've hatched. Just like with Hillary, they believed that she was going to win. They believed that Biden is going to win. And basically what he's saying, 
And I'll give you the translation, but I'm going to read it again. He said, when this nightmare is over, we need a truth and reconciliation commission. It would erase Trump's lies, confront those, comfort those who have been harmed by his hatefulness, and name every official, politician, executive, and media mogul whose greed and cowardice enabled this catastrophe. So to give you the layman's translation, if they get Joe Biden elected, they want to have a truth and reconciliation commission so that they can hold everybody accountable that supported Trump, helped him get elected, worked in his commission, or spoke favorably of Trump in the media. As if he was not a elected president, as if he was some power mad dictator. Now, the funny thing about this and the reason why, the reason why Nameless said the Supreme Court would snipe that immediately. Oh, yeah. luckily, come Monday, they're going to vote on Amy Coney Barrett. So luckily, yeah. But. I want you to really grasp what this is saying. I want you to really grasp what this means. This is showing you proof positive that the Democrats are a bunch of spoiled, whiny, corrupt individuals who, when they are not allowed to get their way, when they are not allowed to run roughshod over the American public and do whatever corrupt thing they want to do, they want to try to circumvent the Constitution and implement their own laws, implement their own BS as they see fit. Because we are not living under apartheid. We are not dealing with that. You lost the 2016 election fair and square. You're going to lose this one fair and square. So what you're basically saying is that if Biden gets elected, you're going to seek revenge on everybody that chose to vote Republican or chose to support Donald Trump? Are you crazy? I find it interesting that the Democrats want to have a truth and reconciliation commission because 
Trump supposedly lied and damaged this and did that, but you have absolutely nothing to say about this Joe Biden, Hunter Biden scandal. I have not heard one Democrat call for an FBI probe into the dealings of Hunter Biden in reference to China, in reference to the Ukraine, and what Joe Biden's involvement in that was as he was sitting, as he was a sitting vice president. I haven't heard not one of them say anything about that, but you have the nerve to get your hypocritical, you know what, on television, numerous Democrats and news pundits, and say that you want a truth and reconciliation commission? You've lost your minds. At this point, American people, if you are voting Democrat, you are basically voting for the death of democracy. And I'm going to tell you right now, I never thought in a million years that I would be saying that about our system. Yes, our system has issues. But I never thought I would see this. And, and in my personal opinion, I honestly believe they are doing all of this because Trump let people out of prison. He's calling for, for the U.S. Marshals to find these girls that have been trafficked. He's been cutting taxes, putting more money in your pocket, trying to bring jobs back here. It seems like to me he's trying to undo the damage that the Democrats did during Clinton's administration. Dollar Washer said Democrats equal hamsters. Appreciate you, bro. And it seems like to me the Democrats are angry with him because he's doing that. And they want to punish him and everybody else. Now, you got to keep in mind. If they're talking about a truth and reconciliation commission. They are talking about doing something. They are alluding to doing something that has never done had never been done in the history of this country. If they are able to have a truth and reconciliation commission. Their next step is going to be to indict. Do you understand that? Ambush, appreciate you. you said it almost sounds like P. Diddy is pushing for a, a, a race war. Shaking my head. Because let's be honest. If. Joe Biden gets elected, that may as well be Hillary getting in there. That may as well be Barack getting back in there. That may as well be Bill Clinton getting in there. And they've already said they want to repeal the, the uh, Citizens United 
versus the, the election commission or whatever, which has everything to do with freedom of speech. She wants to repeal the District of Columbia versus Heller, which has everything to do with the Second Amendment. And in addition to that, they want to create a commission to basically charge the president with some trumped up charges, no pun intended. And then go after everybody, basically make everybody that supported him or voted for him or spoke favorably about him bow down and kiss the ring or face the wrath of the of the uh, uh, Truth and Reconciliation Commission. This is crazy. This is lunacy. This is lunacy. If you can't see right now the corruption of this party, I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. This is foolishness. In addition to that, you got Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats holding the American public hostage. Or better yet, holding the stimulus package hostage. Basically saying, look, basically saying, look, if you don't give us everything we want, we're not going to allow anything. Right? Jay Jermaine, appreciate you. It sounds like a new form of McCarthyism, bro. No, what it's what what it what it is is fascism. That's what it is. That's what it is. You're basically looking at. Let, let me explain something to you. You're basically looking at something similar to what? 1940s Germany? Correct me if I'm wrong, nameless. When, when was the rise of that party over there in Germany? I'm not going to say the name of it because you know that's a trigger word. Frame runner said dim supported dim supporters are so liberal to the point where they're going to liberate themselves into authoritarianship. Yes. Yes. Hold on, let me click on the leak that nameless drop. Oh word, you got the definition. Cool. The definition of fascism, right? 
The definition of fascism. The definition of fascism is often capitalized a political philosophy, movement, or regime that exalts nation and often race above the individual and stands for centralized autocratic government headed by a dictatorial leader severe economic and social regimentation and forcible suppression of opposition. What they are talking about doing goes against the very core of democracy. It goes against the very core of what this nation was built on. It is foolishness. There's no other way around it. It is foolishness. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Every last one of these individuals who are running around here talking about a truth and reconciliation commission. Every last one of these individuals running around here talking about trying to uh, uh, get Donald Trump out of office through every other mean other than every other means other than an election. Somebody needs to throw some water on them and cool them off because they're losing their minds. Somebody need to slow y'all all the way down. You need to be slowed all the way down because you're bugging, you're speeding, you're doing too much. You're doing the most right now and you, and you need to calm your happy, you know what's down. You're tripping. I saw that and I was like, what? And the crazy thing is you're 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 taking that from a country that was under drastically different circumstances. Not to mention the fact they did that in that country. How did that work out at the end of the day? How did that work out at the end of the day? How'd that work out at the end of the day? Like we live in a country where we have a right, we have a right to, to, to identify with whatever party we want. We have a right to vote for whoever we want. Do you realize that they, they have taken this so far? They have taken this so far that they're almost to the point of saying, you better not vote for Donald Trump or we're going to figure out some kind of way to make your life miserable.
What's the point of having a, a, a multiple party system if when you lose, you try to use every tool at your disposal to discredit the person that won? I've said this before and I'll say it again. Because see, I'm I'm a man. I'm a grown man. I'm an old school traditional man. Now, most of you may not understand what that means. What it means is I understand the rules of engagement. I understand hierarchy. I understand uh 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 chain of command and I said this before and I will say it again the moment that Trump got elected and the mainstream media started bashing him and it is bashing people went to the inauguration and protested the American officials in government have been doing everything in their power to pin some kind of scandal on him. Accusing him of Russian collusion. Accusing him of all sorts of treasonous things. I said this and I said this before. I said regardless of whether you like Donald Trump or not, you should respect the office of the presidency. You are setting a dangerous precedence. A very dangerous precedence. Any other time a president got elected and people didn't like the guy that got elected, we still upheld the system of democracy. And you can't say nothing to me because you're talking to a black guy. There's been a lot of times that certain presidents have been elected that we didn't like, but we dealt with it. Dollar Wash, appreciate you said demo thugs and demo bullies, demo fruits equal demophilia. They're setting a dangerous precedence. Because what this is saying is when somebody gets elected and you don't like who was elected, let's use every resource available up to us to try to circumvent that. See, this situation, you got a lot of people that have always said, oh, they already know who the president is going to be. You got a lot of people saying, oh, the Electoral College picks the president. The people's votes don't matter. Right. You got all these people saying all of this, but you know what they don't realize? If all of that was true, you wouldn't have the issue you have right now. See, this issue with Donald Trump being elected has proven one thing to me, because I used to believe in them conspiracies, too. I used to believe in all of that foolishness, too. 
But him being elected and the pushback that he's getting, the links that they are going to to try to get him out of office proves that it is not based on some hidden hand that's picking the president. No, it's not. It's not. The reason he got elected, the reason he got elected in 2016 is because the vast majority of the country was tired of politicians. They were tired of business as usual. They were tired of being sold a bunch of lies only for the politician to get in office and not deliver anything that they've promised. That's the reason why he got elected. And that proves to you that the people are picking the president. That proves it to you. It proves it to you. We live, we live in interesting times, but we also live in dangerous times. This is dangerous. This is dangerous. And it bothers me because we as black people, we are just now beginning to get close to having the same types of freedoms that everybody else have enjoyed in this country. So for us to be in this situation... For us to be in this situation and to have this type of foolishness happening, it's not good. And you black folks, you're goofy. You're goofy because what you don't realize is that if something were to happen and this became a totalitarian government, who do you think going to catch the worst of it first? Who do you think is going to catch the worst of it first? I'll wait. You're bugging and I take this back to what I said before. Better the devil you know. You, you guys are bugging right now. Trump's administration has proven to do one thing. It has exposed just how dirty filthy and deep the swamp is that's what it's done that's what it's done and that's what joe biden meant when he said you need to focus on this president who's doing something that no other president has done in the history of the country you got that right you got that right my friend you got that right He is doing something that no other president has done in the history of this country. He got off the beaten path. He's not part of your little political clubs and stuff. He doesn't have the same agendas you have. And that's driving you crazy. It's showing you that your elected government officials, the vast majority of them, have uh, uh, ulterior motives and other agendas. Now, what you don't realize is just because this has been, quote unquote, a democracy for X amount of time, it doesn't mean it cannot shift into a, a, a dictatorship. 
It has happened before and it can happen again. Okay? You you had your boy Adolf doing all of that goofy stuff and nobody stopped him. Nobody stopped him. He just kept doing more and more and more and more and more. And before you know it, you got that situation going on. Before you know it, you got World War II. Like they are openly threatening the president. The Democrats are openly, publicly threatening the sitting U.S. president. They want to create a freaking commission to hold the president and everybody who supported him, everybody that's a Republican, everybody that said something favorable about him in media, they want to hold them accountable as if they did something criminal. They haven't done anything criminal. The only thing he did wrong was win the election. That's all he did wrong. They've already proven there was no Russian collusion. That's already been proven. The people who are Republicans, the people who voted for him, the people who endorse him, the people who speak highly of him, that's not a crime. These anti-Trump delusions have driven you people crazy. You got all this smoke for the president, yet you are completely ignoring the, the, the over 3,000 emails on Hunter Biden's laptop. Excuse me, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was, I think it was 20 some thousand emails and, 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 and freaking three, over 3,000 photos and video. I can't remember the exact number, but it's thousands of correspondence, thousands of photos. Now, anybody can read that with their eyes closed. You got the executive of Barishma, whatever that freaking company is, conversing back and forth with Hunter Biden. Saying, thank you for introducing me to your father. You have Vice President Biden using his influence to get the lawyer fired that was investigating Barishma. Who can't put that together? 
Who can't make those connections? But you Democrats are all on Twitter running around here talking about getting a freaking Truth and Reconciliation Commission against the president. And the truth be told, there's a bunch of you Democrats who need to be indicted, charged, convicted, and locked up. If you really want to be real. This is unbelievable. This is unprecedented. This is unreal. The liberal left is dangerous. And I knew they weren't going to go down. And I'm going to tell you something right now. This is proof positive. This is proof positive that feminism, the gynocracy, is on its last leg. This is that entire ideology on the ground kicking and screaming. And Trump getting elected was a wonderful thing because it stopped intersectionalism before it really kicked off. It was getting started. It was getting started. It was really, it was really starting to take root. But him getting elected put the put the kibosh on that. It distracted the it distracted away from that. It's hard for them to stay on their mission about that when they're constantly trying to deal with him. That's why any of you dudes in this space running around here talking about, we got to get Trump out of there. You know what? I'm going to tell you the truth. Every last one of you at this point with everything I know now. From the research I've been doing, from the tweets I've been seeing, from the things Democrats have been saying, from everything they've been doing, with all the facts that I know right now. Every last one of you talking about we got to get Trump out of there, don't even speak to me no more. Don't even have a conversation with me no more. Because at this point, you're either one of two things. You're either in with them on this BS and want to see us live in a more totalitarian, gynocratic, feminist, intersectional society. Which if that's your thought process and your ideology, I don't want nothing to do with you. Or you're too stupid to know what's going on. And if you're too stupid to know what's going on, you're worse than the people that are doing it because they know what's going on. Nameless said in their death throes,
they are more dangerous. The idea of Zan Sheath continuous mind is the understanding that you don't return the sword to the scabbard until the opponent is totally incapacitated. Exactly. Exactly. This goes back to the 48 laws of power. Destroy your enemy totally. Do not allow even an ember to be lit. Because even the smallest ember can turn into a raging inferno. This is why they were fighting so hard to keep Amy Coney Barrett out of there. See, if Amy Coney Barrett didn't get put in there, if she doesn't get put in there, and they get elected, they'll put her, they'll put a liberal Supreme Court justice in there, and then they'll add two more seats. And have two more. You feel me? Because before, when they had Ruth Bader Ginsburg in there, they kept losing four to five. You see? Four to five. Now, if they get Amy Coney Barrett in there, they'll be losing three to six. But see, what they were trying to do, which is why Obama asked her to step down, even though that's a lifelong position. Once she started getting on up in age, Obama wanted her to step down so he could replace her because they foresaw this coming. See, if they had a, a, a liberal Supreme Court justice in the place of uh, Amy Coney Barrett after Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away, they would still be losing four to five. But when they add those two seats with two more liberals, they would, what would happen? What would happen? They would be winning six to five. And trust and believe that whole concept of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, they'd be able to push it through. They'd be able to push it through. Ferocious MGTOW, appreciate the, the, the membership. See? See, I, you know what? You know what? Forget all of that. I need 10 people to hit the Cash App right now. I need 10 people to hit the Cash App for this information, because look, the information is out here. You can go find the information yourself. But I don't know nobody in this sector that is bringing you this information and connecting the dots the way I'm connecting the dots. I don't know nobody that's standing on the side of the mountain right now with a trumpet trying to warn y'all about this goofiness. Do y'all know anybody else talking about this? Let's just be real to this extent. There's some people that know all of this and they are curiously quiet. Don't think I haven't peeped that. There are some folks that know all of this and they are curiously quiet. There's a few. There's a few people that know all of this. I haven't went over to see 
uh, if ABL is talking about this, but I'm pretty sure he is. I know the Hodge twins are talking about it. And a few others. Avdale said, the scripture defines you. Second Corinthians 11.6. But though I be rude in speech, yet not in knowledge. Huh. Appreciate the contribution. Picasso, I thought about that too, but I didn't want to say it out loud. I thought about that too, but I didn't want to say it out loud. But I doubt they'd do that. I doubt they would do that because, look, they finally realized the reason why they haven't done that in a long time. Appreciate you, Bronze Dip. The reason why they haven't done that in a long time is because whoever they do that to, that just gives that person more power. They don't want to make them a martyr. That's the last thing they want to do. They don't want to make them a martyr. And see, that's a that's a really precarious situation for us because if they did that to him, that would definitely start a race war. That would definitely start a race war. If they did that to him, it would most certainly start a race war. It's already causing racial issues. It's already causing racial issues. You treat the sitting president like this right after you had eight years of a black president? That's not a good look. That's not a good look. You treat the sitting president like this after you had eight years of a black president. That's not a good look. And this is a brother telling you that. This is a brother telling you that. Respect. Look, anybody that's building the military knows you may not like your commanding officer, but you respect the rank. You may be in some of you are in the police force. You may not like your commanding officer or your sergeant, but you respect the rank. This is the world of men we live in. You don't disrespect the institutions because the institutions, they are passed on. Okay? And for those of you to say, well, why I got to respect the institution of the president? We had a lot of messed up presidents. The reason why you respect the institution is because things change. Things do not stay the same always. The wind, as my grandmother would say, does not blow the same always. If you disrespect the presidency when there's a president in there that you don't like, what's going to happen when a president you like get in there? Somebody else is going to think it's cool to disrespect him. Y'all treating Donald Trump like this. What do you think is going to happen the next time you get a black president or a Latino president? You don't think about that. You run around here so much caping for racial equality, but you don't even know the definition of racial equality. 
You don't want racial equality. You want racial superiority. You want it to be switched around. Let's just be real. You want it to be switched around where you're on top and the other races are on bottom. How can you think that way knowing what you went through, knowing what your forebearers went through? Exactly, nameless. They don't even think about what's going to happen when they get a female president. You giving Donald Trump all of this smoke. What do you think is going to happen when you finally get a female president? See, what you got to realize about Black Lives Matter and a lot of these pseudo pro-black Negroes, they don't want racial equality. They want revolution. This is the reason why that chick that was having that conversation with Ice Cube, right? That chick that was having that conversation with Ice Cube, she was she was talking about some, well, I don't think you can get justice through a transaction. Well, how do you get justice other than that? Nobody even peeped that. Nobody even peeped that. She said, I don't think you can get justice through a transaction. In other words, meaning you give me this, I give you this. There's only, there's only one other way to get justice when it's not a transaction. It's called frontier justice. The only time justice is not a transaction is when it's by force. And many philosophers will argue with you that that's not justice. See, this is what happens when you let individuals like that be the head of organizations. Because like I've said before, and like Patrice O'Neill told you, they don't have no philosophy. They don't have no ideology. They're just operating off of feelings. See, us men, we operate off of philosophy. We operate off of ideology. We reach into the past and get the wisdom of the men who came before us. We even stand on their shoulders if we need to. L. Walk, appreciate you. The way justice is meted out has been debated for thousands of years. Of course, justice is a transaction. But see, she think we're too stupid to read between the lines. And this is the main reason why in their mission statement, they don't include men. This is the main reason why they were completely against the nuclear family. And that's the reason why, amongst other things, that Donald Trump labeled them terrorists. He labeled them that because, one, they were against the nuclear family, which they've since removed from their mission statement. And two, they're always at the center of some riots.
running around here talking about some defund the police. You're bugging. You're bugging. Do we have an issue with police brutality? Yes, we do. But that's an American issue, period. Point blank, period. And we need to handle that issue like Americans. But you want to defund the police. Okay, you want to defund the police, then what? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I don't want to be living here with no police. Because I know how you Negroes act. You want to put us at the mercy of ghetto, ratchet, ignorant Negroes and ghetto, ratchet, ignorant trailer trash? That's really what you want to do? That's really what you want to do. If you don't have no police, you will see a rise. You will see a rise in in black on black crime. You will see a rise in hate crimes. You will see a rise in thievery. You will see a rise in civil discord. You're bugging. You're bugging. Half of the reason most of you can walk around here with no problem is because people scared of the police. Let's just be real. Most of you can sit comfortably in your home and not worried about nobody kicking in your dough because they scared of the police. See, the only people that don't mind, the only people... The only people that do not mind riots, the only people that do not mind vandalism, the only people that do not mind lawlessness, the only people that do not mind not having police are people that don't have nothing. Let's be real. Let's be real. And some of those people, they want to see the world burn because they don't have nothing. Our system may not be perfect, but it's better than a lot of places across the globe. You can believe that, Jack. Our system may be flawed, but I tell you something right now. You got all of these pro-black pan-Africanists talking about Africa, but they ain't left yet. Why not? You got all these people talking about the wonders of every other place in the world. Why they ain't left? And when they do leave, why do they always come back? Because like it or not, even with racism, prejudice, 
and all of the goofy stuff that goes on here and all of the corruption here, what you need to realize is all of that, every last bit of it, racism, crime, corruption, all of that is a byproduct of being one of the freest countries in the world. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. Racism, crime, prejudice. It is a byproduct of being one of the freest countries in the world. It's the trade-off. That's what you don't get. It is the trade-off. It's the trade-off. It's the trade-off. Now, if you want to tone down racism, if you want to tone down crime, if you want to tone down those things, the only way you're going to tone down those things is through education, socialization, and equality of opportunity. But you're never going to get equality of outcome. You're never going to get that because some people are going to work harder than others. Some people are going to be lazy where others don't. So the outcomes are never going to be the same. The only thing you can do, the only thing you can focus on is properly educating your, uh, uh, your citizens, providing them with economic opportunity, and socializing them to get along. But you cannot socialize them to get along. You cannot make leaps and bounds when it comes to racial justice. If you are sitting here right now trying to use the race card to kick a president out of office simply because you don't like his personality. There have been numerous black people who have went to bat for Donald Trump. Yo, he's not racist. That's not the Donald Trump I know. I don't know what y'all are talking about. And to quote Floyd Mayweather, who may not be the most articulate brother, he may not be the most well-read brother, but he obviously has some sort of intelligence because he's one of the boxers who's been able to have a tremendous career as a boxer. And by the time he retires, he'll probably be able to talk and won't have any brain damage. So we have to give him some credit for having some level of intelligence. He said out of his own mouth, y'all didn't think Trump was racist until he got elected. Before he got elected, you loved him. Before he got elected, Trump was as American as apple pie. Go back and look at the Bobby Brown video for the second Ghostbusters movie. 
they show Trump Towers and they show Trump walk out and look up at the big screen where Bobby is up there dancing and singing. Go look at the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. There's an episode with him in, in that. Go look at the second Home Alone. When Kevin's walking through the hotel, he asks Donald Trump where the bathroom is. Donald Trump is on Method Man's album. It's one of the skits. Not to mention the countless rappers who have made songs about him. The countless rappers who have shouted him out in rap songs. The countless people in this country that have used Donald Trump as a model for success. And if you really want to be honest, for him to do everything that he did, and then to become president, he's the most American president that you have. And I didn't even start out liking Donald Trump. The reason why I like him right now is because everybody's piling on him, which lets me know something. It lets me know he's not part of the club. Because I go through the same thing here on YouTube. The same exact thing that Donald Trump goes through. I go through the same thing here on YouTube. And I know I haven't done nothing to nobody. But I get charged up with all kinds of foolishness. And people here would rather believe what's popular instead of what's right. You wonder why 50 Cent endorsed him? Because he knows what that's like. He knows what it's like for people to pile on him. You talking about the guy that made the song Many Men. Many men wish death upon me. Blood in my eye, dog, and I can't see. I'm trying to be what I'm destined to be. And ninjas want to take my life away. What I can't understand is Trump in this election, in the previous election, was the underdog. Trump is being discriminated against right now as we speak. He's being called all types of things. And there's literally no proof to call him that. How can black men not identify with that? How? How as a black man can you not identify with that? My man Vicious MGTOW said, this is the first time in 55 years that I've registered as a Republican. This is the first time that I've registered as a Republican. That's right. That's right. I've registered as a Republican. You know why? 
Because like I said before, let me put it in simple layman's terms so that you can understand fully. You cannot be, you can't, you cannot, you cannot have money and be a Democrat. You can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. The only way you can have money and be a Democrat is if you're in politics. That's the only way. That's the only way. That's the only way. Because it, it doesn't make logical sense for you to be a Democrat and, 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 you, and you actually have something of value. Because because Democrats tax you like it's going out of style. Republicans don't. The more money you make, the less money you will pay in taxes under Republicans. The more money you make as a Democrat, the more the Democrats, the more money you make under a Democratic administration the more you're going to pay in taxes. Period. Point blank, period. And I don't care what nobody say. I have seen the most economic prosperity these last four years. Yo, I mean, everybody knows now because I put it came out of the bag and I said it. I'll probably never repeat it again. But yo, I went from being... I went from making below 40K a year to being a six-figure dude in the four years that Donald Trump has been elected. The four years that Donald Trump has been in office, I have went from making less than 40K a year to being a six-figure earner. But you want me to vote for Joe Biden, the same dude that made his career locking people like me up? The same dude that made his career referring to guys like me as predators? Saying that people like me are beyond the pale? You want me to vote for his running mate, Kamala Harris? A woman who has spent her career locking up guys like me? Denying guys like me their civil rights? Their constitutional rights? You've lost your mind. You've lost your mind. You've lost your mind and you need to find it. You need to find it. I'm sitting here in a billionaire boys club shirt because of Donald Trump. Yesterday I was sitting here. Yesterday I was sitting here talking to y'all in a in a in a hundred and fifty dollar Lacoste sweater with Versace shades on. 
Today I'm sitting here in a billionaire boys club shirt. You go look up the price. Because of Donald Trump. Donald Trump has brought economic prosperity to this country. And we would be even further beyond that had it not been for this pandemic. Let's just be real. And even under the pandemic, some of you have been doing better. Those of you who are working class folk that work a nine to five, that wasn't able to go to work because of the pandemic, you can't even complain. You got people out here that was making $300 a week working at their job. Under unemployment, they've been collecting $900 a week. Under unemployment, they've been collecting $900 a week. My girl was having difficulty hiring people at her company because they were making more money staying at home. They wouldn't have been able to do that under Obama. And any of you that think they would have, you, you're crazy. Any of you that think they would have, you're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. And he's trying to give you a second stimulus. He's trying to give you a second stimulus. Uh, no, we know, BGS. We know. We know. At this point, we know. At this point, we know. I know. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. I caught all kinds of strife while Obama was in office. And, and I wasn't doing nothing no different. I wasn't doing nothing no different than what I'm doing now. The last time, look. For the entire time Obama was in office, I caught it. The last time I was doing well like this and was on my way to doing even more was when Bush was in office. The last time, the, when I first moved out on my own and got my own place, my life was lovely. I could pay every bill by myself with no problem. I was able to do everything I needed to do. Was even moving into trying to open a business. This was under George Bush Jr. This was under George Bush Jr. You know when stuff started getting rough for me? Right after right after 9/11 and all of that jumped off. And it was difficult from there on out, even with Obama in office. It wasn't until we were a good, I'd say six months 
six months to a year, six months to a year of Trump being president, six months to a year of Trump being in president, my income did that. It went, it went up. Let's see, Jersey said, Jersey Money said, when my wife saw that Biden's tax plan was going to eliminate the 1031 exchange, she looked at me and said, we voting Trump. I was so proud. Yeah, my girl hasn't told me who she's voting for, but I got an idea. I got an idea. I got a really good idea. I'm gonna ask her right now. I never asked her. I'm, I'm really, I'm not, you know, I'm not the type of person that's gonna say to her, you better vote for Trump or you better vote. I, I don't do that. But I'm just curious. I'm just curious who she's voting for. But if I know her like I think I know her, she gonna vote her pocketbook. She gonna vote her pocketbook. Cause she's definitely doing better. She's doing better as well. The only people that I see, I'm going to tell you the truth. This is what I've noticed. And of course, this is anecdotal, but this is this is what I've noticed. Everybody I notice that have an entrepreneurial mind or, or you know, they, they really striving to make money. I see them doing better now. The only people that I don't see doing better are are people that depend on entitlement programs people that people that you know are more prone to look for a handout people that are not really go-getters that's who I see not doing well right now and it makes sense to me why they would want to vote Democrat because when the Democrats are in office, they're doing well. Just like I said, when the Democrats get in office, the, 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 the money valve cuts off and the welfare valve opens up. When the Republicans get in office, the money valve opens up, but the welfare valve closes up. That's what I've seen. That's what I've seen in my opinion. That's what I've seen. You even heard Roland Martin say that. Ray said, it's funny you being that up. My wife's father 
while I wasn't home, of course, tried to gangster her and demand that she vote Biden for Biden. F out of here. <laughs> AJ said, what do you say to those who say Obama left Trump a great economy? Keep it up, bro. He didn't leave him a great economy. He didn't leave him a great economy. Anybody that was following the Obama administration knows that he didn't leave no great economy. He didn't. He did not. He did not. If he left a great if he left a great economy, Trump wouldn't have gotten office. If he left a great economy, look. How many of y'all know what the Rust Belt is? How many of you know what the Rust Belt is? Press one if you know what the Rust Belt is. Cass said the economy never recovered from the 2008 housing crash. It didn't. It didn't. It did not. The Rust Belt voted for Obama. The Rust Belt voted for Obama. But in 2016, they voted for Trump. If Obama really left this great economy, why did you have so many? And look, let's just be honest. In a booming economy, who gets the most jobs? Let me ask y'all that question. In a booming economy, who gets the most jobs? Who has the most job opportunity in a booming economy? Thank you, Michael. Becky. 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 Given the fact that recently we have went from a manufacturing economy to a service economy. So let me rephrase it. In a booming service economy, who has the most job opportunity? Because right as Obama was coming into office, our economy is mostly a service economy. Right? Who gets the most jobs in a service economy? So... If Obama left a booming economy, that would mean that Becky's would have the most job opportunity. How many Becky's voted for Trump? 
Does anybody know? How many Beckys voted for Trump? Soul Shader says 60% of them. Michael said 54%. So here's my question. Here's my question. Dog Power says 70%. That sounds about right. I can't remember the exact number, but I know it was over 50%. Hey, Douglas, appreciate the PayPal. So here's my question to everybody watching right now. You tell me if this makes logical sense. If Barack Obama left a booming economy which we know Becky would have the most opportunity why would Becky in 2016 choose to vote for Donald Trump who is not a politician at the rate of over 50% when his opposition was Hillary Clinton a Becky who has a lifetime of experience in politics? In a feminist country you're telling me they would miss the opportunity. You're telling me that they would miss the opportunity to vote in the first woman president to elect an inexperienced white guy. If Obama left a booming economy, there's no way Trump would have won. If Obama left a booming economy, why would they not vote for the woman that was part of his administration? That don't make sense to me, y'all. That don't make sense to me. That don't make no sense to me. Does that make sense to y'all? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. If my logic isn't sound, correct me if I'm wrong. If Obama left a booming economy, 
why would there be such an upset in the 2016 election? The truth is, he didn't leave a booming economy. He didn't leave a booming economy. I know he didn't leave a booming economy. Because I remember what it was like. See, they can't hit me with revisionist history. I remember. I remember. I remember. I remember vividly. Said, so didn't BGS say Obama kept the economy afloat with loans? Yeah, he kept it afloat. I'll give him credit for that. I'll give Obama credit for that. He kept it, he kept it afloat. He kept it afloat. And he had to deal with that, with that, uh, uh, and he had to deal with the housing crash. He kept it afloat. He kept it afloat. He did some things that kept it afloat. Okay. But see, this is the thing you got to realize. Y'all hear me be critical of Obama. You feel me? Y'all hear me constantly being critical of Obama. But what am I critical of? What am I critical about when it comes to him? I'm critical about him when it comes to what he did for black people. I'm not saying he didn't do anything for the country. I'm not saying he didn't do anything for the country. He, he did a lot for the Latin community. He did a lot for the alphabet community. And he did enough for the overall country to keep it buoyant. But he didn't do anything for black folk. So you can take that and, 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 and uh, put it back on the shelf, okay? Trump has done more for black folk than Obama. I said it. I said it. I said it. I said it. By signing the First Step Act, which was brought to him by a Republican senator, Tim Scott, that was created by a Republican, I forget his name, 
He's gotten thousands of prisoners released, 90% of which were black. He's increased the funding for HBCUs. He started to defund Planned Parenthood, which has caused abortions to go down by 50 million. He signed into legislation an act that helped with trafficking. You know what type of trafficking. He's had marshals looking for these girls that have been missing. Remember what Anansi said? Every few seconds snatched that's more than Obama did that's more than Obama did what was Obama's response to police brutality the blue alert act which basically gives police officers more protection he did not address police brutality, not with legislation. He did not go through with the My Brother's Keeper program. He did not enact anything that helped black people economically. Did he give tax breaks on housing? Yes, he did. But that was for everybody. I mean, y'all correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm lying, if I don't know what I'm talking about, correct me. My girl is goofy, yo. <laughs> I asked her who she's voting for. She said the white guy. But knowing my girl listens to me all the time, there's no way she's going to vote for Biden. Knowing that this dude has made a career of locking up black and brown people. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. I even heard my son. I even heard my son arguing with one of his cousins about Trump. I, when I heard him do that, one of his cousins said something about getting Trump out of there 
and my and my son started arguing and he was using my talking points i was like okay they do listen to me <laughs> I told my girl, I said, I was just wondering who you wanted to vote for. I wasn't going to put no pressure on you. And, and she she said, I don't feel pressure. She said, numbers don't lie. <laughs> numbers do not lie. Men lie, women lie, but numbers don't. Numbers do not they do not lie. They don't. They do not. They don't. And, and like I said before, if things continue on the path that they are on, the, the, the sky is the limit. And, and I know, look, see, I'm trying to be like my man Ray Clemens. My man Ray Clemens, he, he got the right program over there. You feel what I'm saying? Him and his wife knocking it out the park. <laughs> I'm over here. I'm over here doing the same thing. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get my wifey to do the same thing. We trying to get into some real estate. You feel what I'm saying? For real, for real. Ain't nobody playing no games. And, and the Democrats are playing all kinds of games. They play more games than the NBA and the NFL combined, bruh. Like real talk, man. Real talk. <laughs> Soul Shader said Trump is the first black president. <laughs> but you know what? Here's the funny thing, Soul Shader. If you say that, right, people will get mad. But uh, they can't get mad because they gave Bill Clinton that title. Ray said tag team, Clem team. And fam, we, we made dough. Because of Trump with real estate. Surprise, surprise. Hey, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. But look, the same thing. Look, check this out, Ray. And people don't realize this. When I started going, you know, I've been going hard in the paint since Obama was in office. My girl watched me. She watched me go hard in the paint. She watched me catch it. And I used to tell her, man, I just can't catch a break. I don't know what's going on. But I finally realized what it was. My jobs, everything that I was doing for a living was in the service industry. Tattooing, cutting hair. But the way that works is when you're in the service industry, you can only make what people have. If, if people don't have money to spend, they can't spend it with you. You feel what I'm saying? And I just could not catch a break. Now... 
finally, when Trump gets in office and I'm going hard in the paint, now I'm seeing the fruits of my labor, right? And my girl see that. So she started listening to me in the same way I've been able to double up, triple up, quadruple up. She's done the same thing with her job. You feel me? With her position. She went from having a, a, a dead-end job under Obama that paid decent money, but it was still a dead-end job, to being, to being in a higher position in a new company and wanting the position that the woman over her had, right? So they didn't want to give her that position. She left that job and got offered another job, which was the position of the woman that was over her. And so now she's at a job with the position that the woman had over her in the last job. And they're currently grooming her like she was a she was an assistant COD. She wanted the COD position. Right. She left that job. She got offered the COD position at a new place. She gets there and is doing that job. And the chick that uh, uh, was over her messed around and lost her job because she wasn't doing what she was supposed to do. But my girl was grinding hard because that's what we do in my household. We grind. We don't play. You feel me? So now they're trying to offer her the area COD position, which means she'll be over numerous locations. And it's like, bro, when you see this amount of growth financially, you feel me? You, you can't ignore that. You can't ignore that. And to sit here and say that the economy doing that has absolutely nothing to do with the current sitting president. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like real talk, man. And brothers don't even understand. You feel me? Ray said, whoa, that's that's huge salute to Mrs. Angry Man. Appreciate you, bro. But they people don't understand that, man. Look, let me tell you something. I'm gonna tell you brothers this that's watching right now. It's one thing for you as a man to be able to earn a significant income and be able to hold everything now. But it's a whole nother thing when you got a chick that can earn a significant income and you can become a power couple. When you when you can become a power couple, bruh, look at Jay-Z and Beyonce. Like, bruh, when you can become a power couple, shh. That's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother thing. I'm sitting there looking at watches because my watch collection has been lacking lately. And I said, man, I see a couple of Invictus watches that I want. But I'm like, nah, man, I ain't gonna get them. I ain't gonna get them because, you know, I'm tight with my money and I'm looking at it a certain way. And my girl was like, she heard me, you know, talking about it. And she was like, 
What kind of watches are they? And I told her. She was like, go ahead and get them. I'll give you the money. Bruh. You, you, you a six-figure dude. You a six-figure dude. And your woman say, get it. I'll give you the money. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Ray said, bruh, that's my only argument for marriage in 2020, but that's still hard to find. Yeah, it is hard to find, man. It's it's hard to find. It's very hard to find. I'm not going to say that's easy to find. I'm not going to say that's easy to find. You feel me? It's hard to find. But when you find it, it, it is it is vainglorious. It is vainglorious. If you find it, and it's real and it's genuine and you've known the person for a minute you you gotta lock that down see most people don't realize me and my girl we've been engaged for five years i know what she's gonna do and what she's not gonna do we've been engaged for five years i know what she's gonna do and what she's not gonna do literally engaged five been in a relationship on and off for 12. So I know what she gonna do and what she ain't gonna do. Ebo Sosa said, yeah, but if you keep spreading this good work, AM, it will at least be easy to spot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with the information that I've given, brothers now should have a decent vetting process. And I know most of, see, you know what? I'm going to tell you what I've peeped. This is what I've peeped as time has went on. When I first started doing this show, a lot of the guys that watched me were either single or they didn't want to be in relationships. And, you know, they were going through red pill rage. But now, you know, the vast majority of the people who watch me are guys that are either in relationships or married or wanting that. That's what my audience has become. It's either guys that want to be in a relationship or they're already in a relationship or they're married. Because now when I hear these discussions, a lot of guys be like, yeah, my wife. And the guys wasn't saying that before. And I know why they wasn't saying that before. Because this space was hostile towards men who were married. Because everybody wanted to tell you it's impossible for a marriage to work. It ain't going to work. You feel me? So a lot of guys in this space, they didn't want to say that they were married. They didn't want to say they had a wife. Because they didn't want to hear all of the BS. You feel what I'm saying? But you got to understand... There is a there is a, a fundamental difference. There are some guys out here, a marriage isn't going to work for them or a relationship isn't going to work for them for a number of reasons, right? Ferocious said, I have at least 10 Invictus watches AM. I love them. Man, you got 10? So far, I only got three. I had a couple of Armani exchange joints. But one of them stopped working. Plus, I like the faces on the Invictus better. But um, 
most guys in this space, the reason why they're having so much difficulty with relationships, and don't get it twisted, a lot of them want relationships. But the reason why most of these guys have difficulty is because one, they, they're not vetting the women they deal with properly. They're not setting up healthy boundaries. And they're not operating the right way in order to be able to deal with whatever woman they're dealing with. And most people, they'll try to say, oh, that's a cop. No, it's not a cop out. That's real. That's real. You, you could be a dude that finds a good woman, but just because you operate a certain way, that is going to end badly. It's going to end badly. And the reason it's going to end badly is because you can corrupt a good woman. Like Jay-Z said, you can't turn a bad girl good, but once a good girl's gone bad, she's gone forever. You can make a good woman bad by not putting proper boundaries in place, not having a standard, not operating from the system of reward punishment there's a bunch of things you can do wrong. And the other thing is you go into situations with a fairy tale ideology. You think that you're never going to have a disagreement with your woman. And it doesn't work that way. It isn't the fact of whether or not you're going to have a disagreement. It's how you deal with the disagreement. It's how both of you deal with the disagreement. If you vetted her properly, you should be able, she should be able to deal with the disagreement with you properly. You as the man should be able to deal with her with the disagreement as properly. But see, here's the thing, the funny thing, and see, I don't want to hear nobody in this space ever talk to me about relationships, marriages, or any of that. Okay? I don't want to hear nobody. And the reason why I don't want to hear nobody is because you're praising Kevin Samuels for having a channel where he's basically matching men and women up for relationships. You got your boy Obsidian running around here talking about we need to figure out how to work things out with these women. So if you're going to praise them brothers and you're going to give them brothers props, which you have been doing, don't come over here talking crazy to me because I've been talking this balanced thing for a minute. I've been talking this, you can still find a good woman if you do your due diligence. I've been saying this. I've been saying this. I've only been on YouTube for five years and I've been engaged for five years. So you can't come over here and talk that goofiness to me. Like I said before, when I launched Boss Talk Radio, we only doing grown man stuff over here from now on. We only talking grown man stuff over here from now on. I don't want to hear no brother that's never been in a long-term relationship, never been married, come over here and tell me the merits of marriage and how it can be bad for you. If you've never been in it, I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. I don't want to hear nothing. Now, if you say that you're MGTOW, that's cool with me because I'm all for brothers being free to make the choices they want to make. But the same way we respect your decision to be MGTOW, respect these other brothers' decisions to have a traditional life and a traditional relationship. That's just real. The same way you got to deal with whatever consequences of your choices, all men got to deal with the consequences of their choices. 
But we not over here telling dudes just to marry a chick or just to get in a long-term relationship with a chick just cause. No. Forget all of that. If that's what you're going to do, you might as well just stay single. But if you're trying to have something meaningful and you're trying to deal with a quality person, you got to do your due diligence. You got you to gotta do the same thing you would do if you were to try to get a certain type of job or try to start a certain business. You need to do your homework. You need to do your due diligence to make sure that that thing is going to work and it's going to be successful. If not, there's no point of even delving into it. Kareem said, angry man, stand it, understand it, learn it, put it to work. Yeah. Yeah, the angry man standard has done wonders for my relationship. You feel me? I don't have none of the issues I used to have in my relationship. None of them. So, yeah, I'm not only the president, I'm also a member. Let's see, Aqua. <laughs> Aqua finally got his rich. Aqua said, and I, as a MGTOW, never shamed a man for being in a relationship. I always say if she a good woman, I wish you nothing but happiness, and I support that, no doubt. And we've never shamed you for being a MGTOW, have we? And we've never shamed you for being a MGTOW, have we? And that's how brothers are supposed to operate. That's how brothers are supposed to operate. We're supposed to tell each other the truth about the situations and the way the situations need to go. Period. You feel me? But we got to get out of this. Brothers in this space got to get out of this, this whole monolithic type thinking where they believe that the only way people can get along is if they all have the same ideology. They all have uniformity. You know, I can't get along with you unless you drive the same type of car as me, wear the same type of clothes as me. You feel me? Have the same talking points as me. No, that's not what it's about. That's not what it's about. Black men have been trying to get freedom since slavery. So everything we do is about freedom, freedom of choice, freedom to live your life the way you want to live it, but also to be informed about how you live it. You feel me? So let me get up out of here, man. I've been on here long enough. I got some stuff I need to do before I start the show later on tonight. Oh, yeah, my bad. Let me read these cash apps. Sometimes I be forgetting to read the cash apps. Let's see. Shout out to Luther. He says salute. Shout out to D Remedy. Appreciate you. Shout out to D Rock Den. He said the masculine red pill conservative fire. Shout out to Canaan Graves. He says something for the pot. Appreciate you. Shout out to Darren. Shout out to. Leslie, appreciate you. Shout out to Terrence. Shout out to Ron. Ron says, some get it, some don't. You. You so true. I think he said, you speak true words, bro. Appreciate you. 
Let's see. Ferocious MGTOW. He said, I got five on it AM Trump 2020. Paul said, dropping dimes on these fools, no doubt. Brian said, thank you for what you do. I know the info, but I have that reach, the reach word. Appreciate you, bro. Let's see. Uh, Brenda W., what's going on? Said, thanks for talking about this, no doubt. Lou, appreciate you. Let's see. Galen said, appreciate the political subjects. Very interesting. No doubt. And those are the cash apps. Appreciate you guys for contributing. I'm about to get up out of here, man. Exactly. Make my pockets great again. I'm about to get up out of here, man. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Salute to all the mercenaries, both masculine and madam. Shout out to all my lion brethren, all the submissive cooperative lionesses. Y'all already know what it is, man. Double M, double up. This is your boy. This has been another episode of the Street Conservative. We will definitely be coming back tomorrow with some more hard-hitting stuff. I will keep you updated on all this political stuff that's going on, and we will speak about more conservative topics. Y'all already know what it is, man. And don't forget, stay conservative,